You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. All right. (laughs) Saw it. Welcome back, cuties, to another episode of Courting in Color. I'm Chatrice. Hey, y'all. I'm Louise. And Louise, tell the fabulous folks, what have you been up to as of late? Because, yeah, I guess since we last talked, which was a week ago. Well, actually, yeah. no, that's not true. But, like, since we're, we last recorded. Since we last recorded, <laughs> yes. Um, well, we were delayed a little bit with recording because I tried to cook salmon for the first time. Ooh, yes. Um, How'd it that went go? Su- it went successful, but I bought that's some good. frozen seasoned salmon um mm. like it was you know frozen and seasoned but I, so the instructions were to pan fry it or to like basically like anyway but i stuck it in the oven learning opportunity <laughs> had it had it not at the right temperature because i was like kind of guesstimating so uh-huh. it was good i'm surprised they didn't give you alternative um directions like okay or you can put it in the oven and do well so here's what really happened i saw a tweet <laughs> i saw a tweet that was like here's four steps of how to make a quick meal and I did not really think through. Your directions really. be damned. TikTok has taught me better. Right. TikTok <laughs> has taught me better. So, but no, we we ate. It was delicious. Well, speaking of food and eating, I too got into the kitchen this week and whipped up, tried something new, whipped up something a little, a little tasty. But mine was more on the dessert end. So I, I don't even know. I think I was telling you the other day. <laughs> I want to make a ganache. Like, yeah, I want to make it. I'm making. I want to get a ganache going. Um, and I and it's literally two ingredients. I don't know why I've never made a ganache before. But then I was like, oh well, shit. What would I? Why would I just have chocolate? Like, what would I? Say, what would I put it on? <laughs> so then I was like googling, and then I just stumbled upon this like recipe with this little. It's called like billionaire bars, and it was so good. Yeah, it was like hella steps though, because as I was attempting to you know be the content creator that I. That we aspire mm-hmm. um like so taking pictures at each step like one of course slows you down <laughs> but then also trying to like post each one of those i'm like oh gosh like this is like a lot because basically the recipe is like four recipes in one and i was like sis like this is like too much so i too took some shortcuts i was like we're gonna like scrap this we're gonna do this that and the third but i did um they came out pretty tasty still and I left a few in my neighbor's mailbox, the uh, one that gave me a read. So hopefully they got it and enjoyed it. So yes, you know, I've been feeling very festive. So festive that I almost killed myself today trying to deliver more of these treats <laughs> to mm-hmm. Tamara. So if you're listening, Tamara, I almost died for you. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> and that was a mess. Like I really had in my brain that if I got out of the house, as soon as it came into my head to leave that I would beat the snow. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I don't really, like I knew it was supposed to snow. I knew it was kind of snowing, but it kind of like chillaxed <laughs> for a second. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'll be fine. Like, I'm like, weather at be damned. Like <laughs> I got this and I did not have it. And I slid all over uh, a parking lot as well as basically the entrance to Tamara's neighborhood. So I was like five seconds from her and I did not go because it was horrible. I left in my car so I won't eat them. <laughs> so I, was, <laughs> I was like, that's the whole point in giving them away is so that I don't have a whole tray yeah. of like that's chocolatey, cookie doughy goodness. Uh, you know, f- uh, what's it called? Future uh, guest 
on the pod, Kate. I don't know how she cooks, <laughs> yeah. how she bakes all the time. Like, I know. I think it's just her and her fiance. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you not? Because I would just eat everything I bake. Because <laughs> she cooks what? Wouldn't you say she bakes something at least twice a week? Oh, yeah. Maybe? Easy twice yeah. or three times a week. Like, yeah. I, I think if I needed anything baking, I would go to her. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I, and Kate, if you're listening, I know you are. Hey, girl. Um, I would like us to do the National Cookie Exchange. I'm ready to receive your cookies. <laughs> and I will make you something that. I learned to make. So yes, mm-hmm. she's, she's got, I feel like recipes for days, which is funny because when I was watching holiday baking championship, like the last time I was watching, they had the, like the kids on there. I was like, but how does a kid know? Like, okay, we're going to make a macaroon. Like, all right, I'm going to start baking. I'm like, how do you like remember? I was like, I made those holiday spice cookies. What a couple weeks ago. And I don't remember how I made them. <laughs> like, I <laughs> made them, And I cannot tell you. I was like, what were the steps? Like, what were the ingredients? There was molasses. Let me try to so, remember. Right. Well, and I've done that before and recipes did not turn out. So I was like, I just don't have that committed to my memory, which is why I guess the only baking show I could be on is Nailed It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm also very, very okay with that. But yeah, so it's been good over here besides the little migraine that I gave myself earlier. Also on that note, can I give a shout out for the culture? Mm-hmm. So oh, I was like, are we not doing a relationship that inspires us? Because I'm ready this week. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, if we're not, that's okay. I just wanted no, to say I'm ready. We totally, no, we totally are. Okay, okay. Um, Louise, what is one relationship this week that has been inspiring you? Or yeah. that stands out? <laughs> yes. So I am inspired. Uh, spoiler, Shits Creek. Uh, I <laughs> yes. am uh, inspired by Alexa and Ted's relationship. Which I don't think I've talked about. I know I've talked about David and Patrick, but yes, I was the, waiting for you to get there yes, and then okay, there. You knew because you knew. Okay, yes, you yes, yes. And so obviously this is a spoiler, but like I, I really think Shit's Creek is about Alexa. I really don't think Shit's Creek is about anyone else but Alexa. Really? Yes, because <laughs> I think she has the most growth in the show. Oh, in a absolutely. Way that makes the most sense. And like, I did not think absolutely. I was gonna like her. I really thought she was gonna be like. It's kind of the vapid valley girl, but like something changed. They made her more human. And so yeah. I really think it's about, I, I don't know, to me, Shit's Creek is about Alexa and her journey. And the reason that her and Ted are my inspiration for the week is just because they're, they have gone through so many things, right? Whereas I feel like mm. David and Patrick's relationship is pretty much like, you know, you meet someone, you date someone, you engage, you, you know, are, you know, planning yes. for a wedding. And, and the rings, all and the rings. rings. That was cute. Yeah. And so, but Ted and Alexa are really different because they go from meeting each other. Or like, I think she's still with someone when, when Alexa and Ted meet and then they try it and then they break up and they come back together and then Ted's traveling. And then, I don't know, it, to me, there was so much more. And there was Heather. Uh, and there was Heather. There was so much more depth and realism, I think, in their relationship. Which I think David and Patrick got the standard, like, you know, mm-hmm. you meet someone, you marry them type of thing. Um, yes, he was like, we're going to get the meet cute. Right. And yeah. No, I'm very much like David. Like, that photo shoot for their, for their wedding, <laughs> I was like, this would be yeah. me to send my partner to get tan. And then they would come <laughs> back, like, I just love it. But anyway, so Ted and Alexa, they inspire me because... They love each other and they want the best for each other. And obviously mm. it's sad when they break up, but it's truly like <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler. But truly it's like, I love you so much and like I want to see 
the best thing for you and it's not going to work out for us. And we well, and that's so funny that you bring up like that particular part of their relationship. And so I also have an answer to this question and mine is very similar to yours actually. And so I've been binging the blacklist as I basically do any, any show that has like a bajillion seasons. I'm like, okay, no, my goal will be to get through it. So I'm almost done. I'm on season six out of seven, I think. And um, so Samar and um, Aram are two FBI agents. And so they kind of do this, like, Aram is like this, like, nerdy, quirky guy. He's like their computer tech or whatever. And um, uh, Samar, she's like a former, I don't know, she was in some other equivalent of the FBI, I guess, in another country. She's a badass. Like, she can, like, fight with the best of them and all that jazz. And so, like, he's, I, I don't want to use the term in, intimidated, but that's what it would appear to be. Like, he just would be nervous around her and just, like, mm-hmm. he's liked her since the beginning. And finally, like, they also had their, like, ebbs and flows. She was dating so-and-so. He was dating so-and-so. And then, you know, the the cards aligned or, or the whatever aligned to, to get them to come together. Um, and so they finally, finally were, like, at their peak, like, we love each other, whatever. And then... The fucking writers had this bitch drown and basically oh. die. Yes! <laughs> yes! Spoiler! Sorry. Um, and so, of course, then, like, Aram tries to go save her, blah, blah, blah. It's this whole thing. So she doesn't quite, she does not literally die. However, like, there's, like, some irreparable damage and things like that, which affects, like, her career and things like that. Anyway, the reason why they inspire me is because of, like, how... Like, she was trying to keep it from Aram because she's like, you know, I'm going to be strong, da 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 mm. He was like, no, like, I'm here for you. This is the sickness and health part. Like, I will take care. Like, it just wasn't even, like, a question in his mind of, like, you know, oh, shoot. Like, if I'm engaged to someone with, like, you know, a brain aneurysm or something, like, how would this affect my life? It was just was like a no. Like, you're the one I love. It's really simple. That's what he said. He was like, it's just really simple. Because she was like, well, you know, are you sure about this? Like, I don't because she, like, couldn't have kids and stuff like that. She's like, I don't want you to give up what you wanted. And he was like, you know, I found the love that I wanted, yada, yada, yada. Um, But spoiler, that there's some shit that goes down. Right. Whatever. But that was the – because I was like, oh, my gosh, this is – yes, I'm inspired. And then, like, the last episode I just watched, I was like, eh. So up until the point that I just described, (laughs) I'm very inspired. Those are two, like, awesome relationship moments. Look at us. Yay. Yay. For remembering things. (laughs) (laughs) So before we head into our topic and tales and all that good stuff, I want to give a quick shout out for the culture and maybe get your quick opinion on it. Okay. But have you noticed how many black female nurses have been testing out this coronavirus? Um, yes. Um, well, the first- vaccine. I'm like, what? Wait, wait. <laughs> There's so many black women who are like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like, mm-hmm. Well, the first wow. person, the first, first American to get the vaccine was a black woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, oh. and I saw another one. Like, so yes. I saw that and, nurse, and then there was, like, mm-hmm. another nurse, um, black nurse somewhere else. And I was like... Yeah, I mean, it was... Start seeing this uh, population diversify? Like, right. it's really kind of creeps me out. But I'm like, okay, I'm, like, so not even following it. And I'm sure there's other people, I guess, who are going to get the vaccine. Yes, I mean, but... I know many people who are getting it right now. Okay. So. <laughs> yes, like... yes, yes, yes. It's not... <laughs> but, was how rumors start, everyone please yeah. get vaccinated. But this is how rumors start. But I think I think it's oh, black women. <laughs> but, but I think we cannot deny 
Right. It's tough because as people of color, we know minoritized people in this country, we know the fucked up thing fucked exactly. up things this government has done to people of color exactly. right? throughout history. And so we have such a strong reason to have doubt around this vaccine. Exactly. As well as I think it was very opportunistic, such a PR move to have the first American be someone who's black, right? For just like the diversity angle, the mm-hmm. gender angle, the mm-hmm. like, you know, black and brown communities have been the heart, have been hit the hardest. Um, mm-hmm. Particular black and indigenous communities have been hit the hardest with COVID. And so that there, there's, it signals something, mm-hmm. right? For this to have been the case. I need several phases of the test too. <laughs> go through i was like thankfully i'm not in a high risk group um right and also probably when we would get it would probably not be until later right and so i'm like nobody's knocking down my door to try to like get this vaccine in my arm so i think i'll be fine like it'll be fine but yes that's just you know that just reminds me to continue wearing my mask everyone listening wear your masks keep some in your car keep some in your house or wherever it is you go and dwell um and be safe. So yeah. Okay. So I'm super excited because <laughs> we haven't done a tales in a while. And you know, I was like, for we're almost at the end of season two. So I was like, we gotta whip out at least one more yeah. before the end of the season. So are you ready to? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, acting, acting, acting. Right. So are you ready to tell this tale? I'm ready. How much of a Christian are you? You have fun from time to time. Dot, dot, dot. I'm a child of God and the funniest person you'd ever meet, LOL. I'm asking because I like my conversations about sex. It can get out of hand. I just want to know my limitations. Oh, well, let me tell you my boundaries right now, LOL. I don't talk about sex with guys I just met, especially virtually which means you might want to find other topics of conversation for now and the more immediate future. Or keep me intrigued. This is a two-way street punk. So what do you do for work? I work in higher ed. So like colleges and universities. Um, But before you ask, I'm not a professor, LOL. I'm on the admin side. Upside down, smiley face. I I wasn't going to ask that. LOL, okay. Too aggressive. What's too aggressive? Your personality. Okay, sorry you feel that way. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. LOL, now your Y-O-U-R leaving. <laughs> Within the last 30 minutes, you've called me a punk and said my personality is too aggressive. Uh, a wise person would take that name calling as a sign of disinterest. So, yes, I'm leaving this conversation. Laughing emoji. (laughs) Really? I should tell you, think I'm not a texter. Don't be like that. Three days later. Busy? And this has been Tales of a Tenderoni. So, what are your thoughts on this, Louise? Just this and mind you this wasn't like he didn't that wasn't our very first text but it it was only it was very shortly after the hello like 
This is like, hey, first day. Let me get this your... is first day messaging. Yes, this was yeah, still yeah. first day messaging. So yes. <laughs> so I I could see your face when you got to yeah. that place. I was like, well, the punk part, I was really I was like, did he mean did he mean pink? Did he mean punk? I was like, who uses punk anymore? I was like, are you trying he... to fight me? Like No, exactly right? He absolutely did mean punk. And I was like, and you'll notice I just I kept it moving. I was like, I'm gonna right. let that slide, like I know how some guys are. I'm like, ooh, that really isn't like my type. Like, like I don't show affection by like punching people, <laughs> like or you know mm-hmm. verbally punching people. I'm like, no, my affection is very much uh, uh, soft love and not tough love. So I was like, I don't really like, I, like I wouldn't want to get into the, like a whole name calling thing with my partner. Um, but right. when he he got to the too aggressive, I was like, okay, I don't <laughs> like. Well, okay, so if you're just like really uninterested, like just say so but whatever. i mean i guess you just wanted sex and hooking up is what i'm is what i'm taking because i was just shocked that's someone when you were said oh but before you ask i'm not a professor lol he was like i wasn't gonna ask that i'm like what like, sure. who says that? my thing is i come back to this like, first of all everybody asked that everybody so. asked and even if you don't want to know or be like oh i didn't i didn't think about that oh i didn't know that like be interesting be engaging mm-hmm. be uh messaging yes well and but see here's the thing louise which is i'm like be engaging in your messaging and maybe consistent in in Mm. what you're saying because at the beginning he was like well i just want to know my limitations and i was like oh bet like i'll just share boundaries now and i'm like i don't know if like he thought all of that was aggressive but i'm like you literally are asking me what what my limitations are or what your limitations would be and you already said that you, you talking about sex can get out of hand. And so I'm like, ooh, yeah, no. Let's shut that down now because I really don't like talking about sex with people I'm not going to have sex with. Like, yeah. it's just, it well, feels pointless. And the two comments I was going to make, and I think I've talked about this before, it's like, if you want to, whatever, if you want to have, like, freaky-deaky, like, sex thing going on, uh, one, just say that. And two, I was like, that's why I kind exactly. of, again, do appreciate, like, the gay dating hookup apps because, like, you kind of, you can weave it and dodge it, but you're not surprised to get it, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like, it it just gets led with that. Like people, you know, second message, they'll show you, your, they'll show you their <laughs> hole and you're just like, oh, okay. Didn't ask for that and to click out. But like, thank you for the like, whole thank picture. Thank you so much. Thank you for the whole picture. So great. But um, I think the other thing that I was going to say too is like, I would want to know what type of either conversation are these guys looking for or what would they want you to say to them? Like, <laughs> What do they, what, like, I need, like, a script, right? Like, write me a little two-minute yes. two movie about yes. how you think this interaction would go, should go. Oh, gosh. And, you know, um, you sent me this really great, do they call it Twitter threads? I'm going to say Twitter thread. Yeah. Um, about, like, I don't know if it was specifically black men or maybe it was straight men or straight black men giving advice to women about men. It was yes. so good. Like, I was like, we'll, we'll definitely have to talk about that at some point on the show. Because I'm like... And, and well, I'll just say it now. One of the, one of the ones that really has like kind of stayed with me is like men will treat you in the way that they think about, think of you. Right. Like they'll treat you like trash if like they feel like that's all you deserve or whatever. And so like, if someone's treating you like shit, like know that's probably it's, it might be subconscious, but it is like, Mm -hmm. that's how they're feeling. Right. And so it's still connected, you know, to just how they're feeling about you. And I just think that's so important. And not to say that like this guy, 
well, I mean, he literally called me a punk and said I was too aggressive. So I, I'm like, how can, how can I say anything otherwise? Like, these are the words that you use. But I love the part where he's like, oh, well, I'm just not a good texter. <laughs> like, don't try to back out now, sir. Um, you are rude. Like, that. that's rude. It's not charm. This is not charming to it's me. Charming. So I guess for people listening, because I could see how someone could maybe find that a charming, but the aggressive thing really took me out because, yes, one, People ask me all the time if I'm a professor. And so sometimes I'm just like, nope, not a professor before you ask. But that was too aggressive. And, but I put it like LOL and smiley. Like as I was like, you know, I, I'm not mad, like whatever. But you think that's aggressive. So yeah. okay. like you said, I need a script. I'd be very curious if you had engaged in a conversation with a question to say you know within the last 30 minutes you've called me a punk and my personality is too aggressive mm. what did you mean by that or what mm. what was louise Ugh, you yes. know like engage in that conversation because but also i didn't state it like a fuck it is and, and they and they can't <laughs> like, it they can't right, take it <laughs> right 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 but i'm like but i'm very interested because it's like it's such laborious to to have to like help someone think through the shitty things they say, right? Yeah. It's like when we talk about like racism or any kind of thing, it's like where people say like, oh, that's so gay or that's so R word to be like, mm-hmm. you know, that's like part of a, what's it called? It's like, that's part of like, uh, like intervention, right? To be like, so, you know, when you said that's so gay, did you mean that was ridiculous? And oh, using that, like, it's like, I fucking hate mm-hmm. having to do that labor to basically mm-hmm. like talk to people in that way when you should really be like, be able to say don't say that that's really offensive i mean you can but there's right. a softer way to say it quote unquote sure. and so i would have wondered if you would have engaged in a conversation what the response would have been i mean probably would have been the exact same way right <laughs> probably would have said the same thing but it would be so interesting if you really it's like if you really got these men like think like look, take this walk with me think through <laughs> think through what you just said well, and Louise, you're absolutely right because I'm like sitting here and I'm like, oh, like I think I even like used this at work today. I was like, meet conflict with questions, meet conflict. Oh with yes, questions. you say it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, yes, and it is, and I say it because I'm trying to remind myself to do it because yeah. it's not necessarily the most natural thing, but it obviously makes the most sense because it's exactly what you're saying right now. It's like, tell me what you like. Okay, I'm confused. Like you need to explain more of what you mean right. because this is how you know i'm i'm taking things or like you said like no bitch i'm gonna have <laughs> maybe i'm aggressive <laughs> i'm like no you said these words so what the heck did you mean by them right. like you you wouldn't have said that you know anyway yeah so i'm like yes you're right uh, maybe next time i have such an encounter i will text you <laughs> like, well, and i was gonna say i was like oh my god i'd love <laughs> to be like tapped in right just to be like let me like louise take over yeah which I feel like, okay, maybe we'll do in a couple of weeks. You can take over my, like, dating apps because I've been very... Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I love doing that. Literally right before quarantine <laughs> started, one of my friends here had, like, a little dinner, like, a really small dinner party um, before things, like, shut down back in March. And, like, one of his friends that I had never met till that night, I was, like, helping her with her Tinder profile. Yeah. It was, like, right when it. things were starting to get maybe, a, like, a little bit serious. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the conversations were, like, oh, COVID. Like, how are you meeting people, you know, right now? But anyway, mm-hmm. I love being able to like coach someone through it. So yes, coach, or take please. over. Or right. I was like, less coaching and actually just take. I'm gonna hand you my phone and be like, here. <laughs> like, right. Best of luck. May the odds forever be in your favor. <laughs> because woo, this ish. And but 
part of me, you know, in this kind of recent, and we've had these conversations like offline about like, you know, me trying to like, establish, like for real this time, like trying to establish boundaries and things like that. I'm like, you know what? When you see the bullshit truck coming towards you, now might be the time to swerve left. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like now might be the time to get out of their way because But don't slide on the ice like you did today. <laughs> right? Sometimes you'll slide too much to the left and then you'll almost, you know, hit a tree. But stop yourself before you hit the tree because I think there's been many times where I've, like, I would have seen this conversation, right? And I would, maybe I would have said all, all the same things. But when he was like, don't be like that and then had the nerve to text me three days later to ask if I was busy, I'm like, uh yes living my life I guess um I would have been like okay fine like let me give him one more chance but I like I've been I've been doing the one more chance dance for years and I it's not yielding in the best results and so you know just trying to do things a little bit more differently um heading into 2021 but anyway yes thank you for um uh engaging with that tale okay let's head into our main topic I feel like it's slightly connected talking about rules and somewhat of boundaries and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So today we're discussing the movie, The Holiday. Do you want to be my guest at the Christmas party? I know we just met, but I think you're handsome. I've been wanting a condom. I love a good holiday movie. And this one, I guess, was supposed to be a rom-com. Mm. Uh, but I wanted I wanted to read the uh, a quick description of the movie but also basically a critique of the movie from Roger Ebert who's like you know that famous movie critic because it was kind of funny okay so so Robert says um every rom-com has a meet cute has to have a meet cute and here our twosome will find each other in the return uh Christmas gifts or the return line for Christmas gifts at the mall the mall plays a very big part in this story the guy is an Aussie golf golf pro named Jackson he proposes the idea of being each other's no sex, no romance holiday putties. The next holiday coming up, of course, is New Year's Eve. And after initially saying no, Sloan agrees. Blah, 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 blah. And then he <laughs> he had this line. And it was like, it, it's a would-be romantic comedy with neither romance nor comedy. <laughs> An excruciating onslaught of unremittingly dull Incident slogging its way towards an utterly predictable conclusion, which I'm like, ooh, words. Um, but yes, I was like, okay, well, Roger Ebert has really strong feelings about this movie, The Holiday, but what are your feelings? <laughs> what did you think about this movie? <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was your standard holiday movie. I mean, yes. I think the, what was it called? Emma Roberts? Is that what? Yes. yes. Emma Roberts. Yes. In this is... Emma Roberts. I thought it was fine. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was really interesting because it wasn't a... It, I thought it was different in, I think, just one... I think it was different in a couple of ways. I think the yeah. first one was that it took all year, right? Like, it took, <laughs> it took basically 365 days yes. for the conclusion to happen. So it didn't happen, like, you know, by the end of Christmas or something. Right. And then second, like, you really don't see this type of like, well, as they say, no sex, no dating type of romantic comedy. So I think in that way, it was different. It was unique. Maybe it's been done before. I just, when you think of holiday movies, you don't think this type of setup, right? If you were to give me the plot and ask me to identify when the movie came out, I wouldn't probably not have thought holidays. 
Mm, okay, gotcha. And it's funny because this movie's called The Holiday. Obviously, it came out around like this kind of end of year holiday season, but it really, I'm like, yeah, I guess this movie could have just as easily come out for Valentine's Day or St. Patrick's Day because right. <laughs> all of them are celebrated, um, even Cinco de Mayo, uh, poorly, but you know, all of them are kind of noted in this um, movie. There was something you said. Oh, <laughs> you noted that like it basically took like a full calendar year to like get to the end of the story, and that was one of one of Roger Ebert's uh, many complaints about the movie. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was like they really were just trying to like basically drive it home that like they're gonna be together for every holiday. Well, and I think when we were watching, we were like, oh shoot, I guess they're really there really is like a holiday every month that you could oh, yeah. in theory be celebrating. And so like at what point are we holidayers? And then at what point do we just become daters? <laughs> like, right. Because we're literally together often enough to like. Well, you know, as someone who spoke, as someone who is a former holidayer, I can confirm. You are, wait, you're a holidayer? Ish. Okay, we'll see. Perfect. So let me just skip to that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, okay. So if you had a holiday or if you were ever a holiday, what would your rules or parameter or ideal situation for that be? So I did not realize I was holidating until <laughs> okay. the very end of it. Okay. Uh, and it was Fair actually holidating. Basically, I would only see this person around holidays because that's when I would come into town, right? So Thanksgiving, Christmas, mm-hmm. Easter was one of them. I think Fourth of July might have been one too. I was just in town for a holiday. And so I would, I would I would see this person only in that context and so I think the rules were just like we meet up we go out for drinks and then we end our night back at your place but like nothing it was really like we weren't dating there wasn't any sex until the last (laughs) until the last basically (laughs) holiday Uh, (laughs) I was like right right it was like yeah there was there was something that happened, like, yeah, we ended up, like, you know, kind of, like, sleeping together-ish, and so, <laughs> Love uh, it. but that was, like, much, much like Emma Roberts, yeah, much, <laughs> like, Emma, right, much like Emma Roberts, and so, yeah, so I guess it was the parameter, was, like, it was always just kind of a, it, I am such a, uh, what's what I'm looking for, I'm such a rote person sometimes, I can be a little bit boring, but it was always, like, I would drive to his place, we would, you know, have like a couple of drinks, catch up, and then we would go get dinner, and then we would go out, and then we would come back, and like it was. Literally, so you had your whole routine. I had like a whole routine, basically. Maybe the only thing that would change would be like where we had dinner, where we always went out to like, you know, uh, it was Chicago boy. It was like the guy mm-hmm. in Chicago, and so yeah. Well, okay, and so y'all were going out, and this was one piece of the movie that I didn't really understand. Well, maybe there are a couple, but one. Was that like she told her whole family yeah. that he was the yeah, holiday? Yeah. And I was like, well, I feel like that defeats the purpose because they still know your ass is alone because the whole thing right. was that like her family is like breathing down her neck because she's single yeah. and doesn't have children. And everyone's like, girl, you need to find somebody. And Auntie Kristen Chenoweth is like over here bringing her little dates, you know, to all the occasions and things like that. And she does so happily, <laughs> so it seems. Um, but yeah, like, but then she was like, okay, we're going to be holidays, but then I'm just going to tell my mom you're my holiday. And I was just like, and her mom was looking at her crazy. And I was like, fair. Like, if, you're, if your mom was already right. critical about your relationship status, I don't know how you thought sharing this would be helpful. So I guess that was the other 
parameter that was never defined but wasn't mm-hmm. if we would never it would always just be us like it would never be okay that's what yeah it wasn't and it also wasn't like the thing with the holiday dating with both of them was sorry mm-hmm. the holiday dating in the movie was that it was technically an exclusive holiday relationship right so they only mm. they mm-hmm. only saw each other throughout the whole year for each holidays whereas mm-hmm. like each of us were doing our own thing and then we just always happened to like be going on a date whenever I'd be in town which was usually a holiday mm-hmm. right so <laughs> we never saw, we never hung out we never hung out with like each other's friends right and y'all didn't okay okay i see what you're saying and y'all didn't have an exclusive agreement like, to Correct. say that you were holidayers but i was like well shoot i don't even know if i gather um for that many holidays in the year with people like i don't i don't think if i had a holiday i would need them for that many holidays right and it was funny because i was gonna ask you like how's your family when it comes to your relationship status, like at holidays, does it get brought up or are they like, child? I've been able thing. to do, I've been able to do the whole like school is important. And then I graduated <laughs> work. <is> consuming. <laughs> I know, but then work is consuming, right? So yeah, that, is. Was always, that was like always the thing, but I think it's like a, I don't get asked about it because I think I've just doesn't come up. And also uh-huh. No, I'm just not going to talk about it. Like, <laughs> Right, don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask. Like, I'm just not going to, like, not going to say. And I think part of it, my parents have accepted, like, you do your own thing over there, and then over here <laughs> is a whole other thing. I mean, but it's Fair enough. <laughs> very much that's how I've, I think I, how I've culturally grown up, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that, too. It's like, your parents don't really know all the wild things you do. Do you think, like, for your female cousins in particular, do they get pressure? I would say so. I mean, I think, like, the expectation around family is really there. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of my cousins dated when they were, like, young, like, in their late teens, early 20s, and were, like, probably married by the time they were, you know, 25 or so. And so, wow. yeah, I would say that there's, like, an expectation I don't know and it's interesting because I think especially like as a young queer kid I just never dated right and so I'm like mm-hmm. part of cis heteronormativity is like this expectation that you well expectation and the world is set up for you to find romantic connections dating connections and all those things where I'm like oh I gotta <laughs> leave this place in order to find that or go out of right. this place to find that do you think you would ever feel comfortable bringing a date home to family or are you like nah that's part of that are like we're just gonna do our thing over here you do your thing over there mm, I, I really think about that it. yeah I think about that so, I think it would have to be someone really like it'd have to be really solid mm-hmm. you know yeah mm-hmm. no that's fair because I think about that too <laughs> is that I have definitely been at family gatherings and seen my cousins bring dates and it's mm-hmm. like it's not like as much of a thing like no one's like interrogating the women but I see I have always felt like if I brought a date to the family Thanksgiving or whatever it would just (laughs) be a shit show for whatever reason because one half the time my family still thinks I'm like 18 like I remember Mm -hmm. I was like drinking some wine or something like two fucking years ago and so I was like are you 21 I'm like I'm I'm damn near 30 but thank you so much (laughs) like glad that I'm so youthful looking um so like one they still basically think I'm like a child and then two 
we also don't necessarily have like that, you know, close relationship dynamic. And so I feel like they would expect me to like bring home a white guy or something like that, which is like so not oh my God. <laughs> what would happen. I know. Like literally you don't know me that well if you ever would think mm-hmm. I'll bring home a white guy. And it's funny I say that now and then watch at some point that's gonna happen. But um but yeah, so I just feel like they would be like grilling him. Cause I think I've only seen my male cousins bring dates and I don't know that mm. me and it's just like two girls. It's just me and Jessica. And I've certainly never brought a date and she, I don't think she has either. And so I'm like, I just feel like it would be, I feel like our male cousins would be like up their ass, like trying to like funny in that like, right. you know, dad joke kind of way, but like annoying. And, and I just don't think I could handle it. <laughs> like, I think I would literally be sitting there. So if I had a holiday, we would literally be taking a break from several mm-hmm. holidays so that they didn't have to come to, to see my family. But what I do like, and I feel like we were talking about this with the, we were watching the movie or no, it was before we were watching the movie and we were saying like, well, people want to find people around this time of year. Right. Because there's mm-hmm. like all these holidays and is it like, are you looking for someone to take home to family or are you looking to find someone who will help you escape from family. Right. And I feel like I would be maybe more of the latter. I'd be like, oh, well, I got to go. So-and-so just call type situation instead of like subjecting someone to my like fun and wild family. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I think, I think part of what made holiday work is because of, I forget Emma Roberts character's name, but how so. closer not close, but just how frequent she saw her family. Right. But it's, mm-hmm. so it's like, that's true. Oh, how frequently she saw her family but also it's not like her family was gathering for every single holiday so I'm like when y'all were <laughs> celebrating like Cinco de Mayo I'm like you didn't see your family there so you didn't need someone oh like, that's a right? good point St. Patrick's well, Day your fa- well actually her brother I think was at the St. Patrick's Day parade wasn't but it? still but Where- I think um so I guess maybe like the major quote unquote holidays were her meeting him and then maybe like the smaller holidays were like mm. him meeting her. But oh, to your point, like, okay. why would, like, that would be, <laughs> that would be like me coming to your holiday gathering and bringing a holiday there. Like, why right. would I need to bring a holiday with my friends who, like, right. surely know me well enough to, like, know whatever is going on? But yes, I was like, you know what? Fine. If you meet someone, if you happen to meet someone in the mall, and you secretly think they're cute because that was actually one interesting part about this movie that really is real. And I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week, because when they first met up, basically the I don't know, main lead male guy uh, was like, I don't find you attractive. Jackson. So that, thank you, Jackson. Or yes, Jackson was like, I don't find you attractive. And that's why this will work. And then we see um, 365 days later, Part of the reason why she's, like, hesitant with stuff is she was, like, you know, you don't find me attractive. Like, why would you Mm -hmm. really don't want to be with someone X, Y, and Z, Elemental Key? And so I was, like, you know, one, words matter. And two, I don't think you would have a holiday that you weren't attracted to. Like, what would be the point in bringing someone around that you weren't proud of or what have you? Or at least, you know, I don't know, like, appealing in some way. It gets into, I think, what we were talking about when Haley was on the 
podcast just around attraction right in the sense of like you can be physically mm-hmm. attracted to someone and not want to have sex with them or not pursue romance right. with them but we often wrap up all of those things like oh, i find so and so attractive oh my gosh do i want to sleep or oh my gosh i have to sleep with them like oh my gosh that means i'm in a relationship like it's like no someone can just be physically or aesthetically attractive to you doesn't mean mm-hmm. you want to do anything with them besides like besides being like oh you're over there you're pretty good on you i'm gonna keep going you can keep going through life right you stay over there be pretty right (laughs) yeah i yeah their dynamic was like a little annoying at times and i was like some parts and i think maybe it's because some parts of this got really bro-y and i was like who is this movie written for don't necessarily Mm -hmm. think we were the target audience but it was that's a good question oh was it my woman okay yeah who do you think the target audience was for this movie? White men. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and see, I wish I would have prepared more for this because I would have loved to have maybe read like an interview with the writer or with the director <laughs> just to kind of be like, what is your vision for this, right? Or is it like right. a Kids Creek where you're like, we just had money, we needed to make this movie <laughs> and this is what y'all kind of got. But I think- Maybe that one. <laughs> maybe that one. But like assuming that there was some kind of intention with the project we'll call it then i think the target audience is just people who want to casually date right and i think that's something that i feel like our generation gets really um admonished about maybe that's my pod mm. word of the day admonished yeah. tell us um, what that means so admonished is a verb but mm. it means warn or reprimand someone firmly there you go and so uh, so our You're generation get millennials. It, millennials get admonished or look bad for like wanting to casually date or for mm-hmm. just being really loosey goosey or maybe something loosey goosey, just much more fluid <laughs> with like our dating and our romantic patterns, right? Whereas, and maybe what they were trying to break against was this mold of like, you bring someone home for the holidays. Oh, like next up is obviously you're getting engaged. Right. In the new year or by Valentine's or within the year. Versus like, you just bring someone because this is so-and-so. Now, here's a movie I want to see, which maybe we should direct and executive produce. (laughs) I want to see, have you seen the memes that always go around in the holidays? But it's basically like, you know, for uh, for $100, you know, you can rent me for the holidays. Yeah. And like for a hundred for hundred dollars, <laughs> I'll play the like you know for a hundred dollars, I'll you know Bitch, sit next to you, I and give you would food. Love for three hundred dollars, I'll like be nice to your mom and grandma, and for five hundred, <laughs> I'll bring a dish and help clean the dishes. Like that's the type of movie I want to see. Like oh, I see basically so hustlers meet holiday. Kind of- <laughs> Right, where it's like right. screenwriters, if you're out there listening, <laughs> because really, what was the financial incentive to be a holiday for the whole fucking year? Like, who was paying for what? Like, that's a good question. And so, like, okay, maybe that would be. I, I think maybe that would be kind of one of my like parameters or rules or whatever for my holiday. Like, if I'm asking you to be my holiday, then I will take care of everything. Right. If you ask me to be your right. holiday, then you have to take care of everything. Because yeah, it's there <laughs> yeah uh emma roberts definitely did not sell her services as a date nor did you know the aussie um either but i guess i guess in that regard it felt mutually exclusive and i suppose right. it was um but there was like one little piece i, I honestly was a little bit confused and maybe it was because we kept stopping the movie to talk about shit but there was one storyline in the movie that i was like confused by because it seemed like she had maybe 
just broken up with somebody, but she would always run into an ex at the mall. Is that, was that, but that wasn't the same person, I don't think. So the person she ran into mall was her ex. Right, but was it the, okay. It was the ex who <sighs> broke up with her at the beginning. Because okay, so that was saying, him. Okay, yeah, that was I was him. very Because she was saying something to the effect of like, oh, he didn't, like, the reason he broke up was like, he didn't want something serious and then he went and found something serious. I mm-hmm. think, I forget. No, you're absolutely right because at, spoiler, spoiler, um, towards, I guess, the end, uh, the woman that she saw, like, Jean-Luc or whatever his French name was, with was pregnant, which I was like, right. you know, of course this <gasps> yes. would happen too. And so, but, the, like, her um, physical discomfort, her ultimate theft from the chocolate store oh my after gosh, seeing yeah. this guy, like, she was so, like, distraught and like confused every time she saw him like that just was, <laughs> she was shook. yeah she was shook every fucking time also can it I, happened so, more than once <laughs> i didn't think about this until you read the roger ebert description you were like the mall is so central to this movie <laughs> who goes to the mall that often in 2020 <laughs> when there's amazon like was maybe this was filmed to uh, give malls a much needed boost that's actually sales. that Yes, that's who this movie was to be like, for. To be like, like, see, if you go to the developers. mall, you can find the, a holiday, which may turn into a uh, romantic partner. Yeah. Because I'm like, who goes? <laughs> I feel like we used to go to the mall when we were on the mountain just because we were bored or like, we were like, oh, we need to pop in and get something. But it was never for like, yeah. I don't even, I don't even go to the mall here. Like, I'm like, what, who, <laughs> who goes to a mall? What is a mall? <laughs> Right, so especially an indoor one like that, and I'm like, because I don't do outlet malls. Like, I don't do, I Target, but like that's not a mall. That's like a right. shopping store, department store, or whatever. It's I'm like, called. the only a mall I know is married to George Clooney. Shut up! I was about to say what up, and that came out as shut up. <laughs> Pop, okay, fine, that was cheesy. <laughs> Stop it. Because yeah. oh. <laughs> I would say, what up a mall? Feel free to hit us up if you want. Yes. Hey, girl. Seriously, teach us some things. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I think I went, well, one, the mall on the mountain is a total joke. Right. So, like, there's that. But then I think I, like, went to a slightly bigger mall. It was, like, pre-pandemic, so I don't even know. Probably at the beginning of the year. And it just seemed so, like desolate and i don't know if that's a word hey, that one was really busy i was like which i guess both it was both of the times it was during the holidays but even when she ran into jean Luc, right like, yeah like it was like bustling and people just scurrying about and like maybe was, you like know the those, mall scene like one of those premium malls where it's like <laughs> oh you have like your louis store you're like you know aeropostal express like those bigger ones versus like the random like ma and pa Yes, and there's always, like, some version of, like, city trends. Yes, yes, yes. They're, like, you know, urban sportswear. (laughs) The city that that I live in has, like, malls, and I'm, like, oh, like, (laughs) indoor. Like, multiple, and I'm, like, oh, this doesn't compute in my brain. It's such a small city, but. (laughs) When was the last time you relied on a mall? (laughs) Mm, Usually when I go home for the holidays, so usually when I go to Chicago for the holidays, um, I will go to the mall because that's where you can get Garrett's popcorn, and I love Garrett's popcorn. 
Oh, oh my gosh, I saw some the other day and I was like, Louise would not care about this. They're literally from Chicago. <laughs> oh no, I love Gear Topper. Well, and so Gear Topper, you can only get, you can mostly get it downtown or at the airport. And so mm-hmm. when I am in the suburbs, I can take advantage of that popcorn because that's, I think, one of the only suburb locations. But I mean, sometimes I'll just go because I'm like, oh, I really want to get, I don't know, like, I have to have a real, it's not part of my like weekly shopping. Sure, right? It's just like, sure. oh, I really need this like one thing in this mall is only in here. TBH, sometimes I only go to the mall when it's for Apple products, like, because that's usually where they are. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, and I'm, like, trying to think, the last time I went to, I was, like, intentionally going to a mall was for Keisha's Bachelorette weekend. She had a a Kentucky Derby-themed bridal shower, and I was, like, Mm -hmm. I know, like, where could I find a big hat? Because I do this every time someone has something derby-themed. I'm like, it doesn't really happen that often in my life, but now it's getting to the point where I just need to have derby wear, like, available in my right. closet. <laughs> but I was like, okay, so where can I find a big-ass hat, like, today? Like, I need, like, I don't have time to get it shipped because it's, you know how, like, there's, um, like, Amazon Prime or some things that are sold by the store that can be shipped quickly, but then there's, like, those third, like, third-party, fourth-party, like, right brands that'll take like four weeks to ship that's always where the cutest hats are and fascinators and i'm like i don't have this time i did not plan for this so yes i was like oh but like the old lady church hats is basically kind of um, you know mm-hmm. what they are and who would sell that like a belk a jc penny so i we were like me and Haley actually were like in department stores like scouring looking for um them. but yeah like years when i go to the mall when i'm creating an auntie ann's pretzel Ooh, see that's my airport snack which but i guess similar yes, to the popcorn yeah, no, it's like airports and all right that's when i'll go to the mall otherwise i'm like oh and i used to only go when i lived in the mountain i used to go to the mall because that's where my eyebrow lady was she was in the mall uh, the okay was, yeah oh, that often yeah well and now i feel like they're trying to like make malls better or something well i guess you know somebody's trying um, because they have like the Amazon like drop spots like near like the Coles oh. at the one on the mountain, and I was like, "Well, that's a reason to get me to Coles." Like, right. okay, fine. Well, and I I sleep on Coles, and you know we obviously have our mm-hmm. jokes about Coles and things of that nature oh, and stores yeah. of that nature. Um, <laughs> but I really do. <laughs> I really do sleep on calls and it was because of this um like housewarming registry that's really made me like remember that like oh like calls is a store where you can get like appliances for yeah. pretty cheap and like kitchenware and things like that it's and so kind I was, like, of like a, oh, like a okay uh, I guess that's a department what's called, like, store. A, like, yeah like a Ross's or mm-hmm, another more yeah, organized like, yeah like a TJ Maxx or but yeah, like, yeah. Coles like, you can is- find, like, real brands there, mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously, like, all the knockoff brands, but, like, even my, my, like, really, um, well, I need to buy more. I have, like, one good towel, and <laughs> it's from Belk, and it's just so lush, but I was, like, I don't, why would I need more towels? And so now that I'm an adult, I'm, like, okay, I need a set of towels, yeah. so I guess that would take me to the mall, but yeah, like, malls, like, what a concept, and honestly, you just said that, like, maybe they were at like a fancy mall. It did not look like when they were returning, when Emma Roberts was returning, whatever she was oh, returning. It looked like they were up. in the JCPenney's or the Sears. Remember, we looked, it up when, we looked it up to see where they filmed. Wasn't it in Georgia they filmed it? Oh, did we? Yeah. Okay, probably. I remember us. Was it on Tyler Perry's lot? <laughs> ah, that would have been funny. No, sorry. I forgot the holiday. Like, there's like all these club scenes. I'm like, where did they go? Oh, yeah, for like St. Patty's and things like that. Like, 
And it's so funny. Someone was like, you should have a St. Patrick's Day party uh-huh. because of my address. And I was like, actually, that would be really funny. Oh, but like, that would literally, be so funny. Wouldn't that be? I was like, but literally, who on earth would need a date for a But they had one. Remember, they went, they went to the bar. Well, right. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, so you, does this mean you don't have friends if you had to bring your holiday to a St. Patty's Day situation? And didn't she get like really drunk and like threw up or something? It's yes, just because isn't that when they, no, that's the first time they think they sleep together. Oh, is it? Yeah. So now we've, you know, given y'all our, like, full opinions about malls, the state of malls, and where we think malls are going. But uh, my last little thing here was, like, so tell us, Louise, tell the cuties, what is your ideal rom-com meet-cute? Or if you've, like, had a cute meet-cute, like, what what did you love about it? Oh, wait, what's a meet-cute? Like, where you would meet someone? Yeah, so, like, oh. okay, so, like, from, <laughs> well, but it has to be cute. So, like, when he was saying, when Roger, I'm like, because we're on the first name basis. When Roger was saying, like, every rom-com has to have a meet-cute, usually a meet-cute is, like, oh, oh, that moment where, like, two people, like, I drop something and then we both reach for it and then yeah. we look into each other's eyes. Like, that's a meet-cute. Or, like, um, mm. something that's just really cute when you meet and, like, really, like, cheesy. Like, oh, like, we ran, we were, like, um, shopping really fast in the grocery store. We were in a rush and our carts ran into each other. Right. And that's how we met. Right. Or like Haley. You were I was really say, <laughs> Sorry, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's uh, Haley. Is that I a mean, meat cute? I don't know if Let it was us that know, cute, Haley. But it was a girl. meat. <laughs> it was a meat, and it was something. Um, it was something. <laughs> so you know, it's tough because I'm like most of the times I meet guys have been on apps and in the back of alleys. So no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, see, I'm trying well, to did think. you find any of those? Well, I guess. Oh, okay. Really so that's a. Cutes. Yeah, I was gonna say that's an essential part of the meet cute is that it wouldn't. It's kind of spontaneous, been, right? You would not. Right. Yeah. Right. So maybe I will say, I don't know if there was. Oh my god, maybe I only had one meet cute. Maybe 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 it was only one. Maybe so the, the so interestingly enough, the Chicago guy, which is maybe why I was like hung up for so long. It was like we kind of met serendipitously. So Ooh, I picture this. Happened. Chicago, yeah. Illinois, 2014, Easter, mm. April. <laughs> you, April. I feel like I've said this before. You do love a holiday. Like a holiday. Like, well, <laughs> I'm always traveling for a holiday. Like, honestly, COVID, I'm really glad we have a vaccine. I don't know when I'm going to travel. I really don't think I'll be traveling. In, like, I won't be flying anywhere probably until fall 2021. Like, That's probably for the foreseeable future. But anyway, so I was so I was in Chicago, and so you know I was going out with my friends from high school, and we were going out to Boys Town. What up, Boys Town? What up, Chicago? And my friend from work at the time was in the city and was just like, "Hey, I'm with my friend from grad school. Like, we should meet up." I was like, "Dope! Like, come through. Like, we're you know at, at replay in Chicago. Like, just me and Kevin drinks and stuff like that." And so yeah, he was like, "Cool." And then we like we met up. And, like, he brought his friend. His friend was like, oh, hey, this is, you know, so-and-so. And I was like, hello, so-and-so. Uh, <laughs> that's his name. How are you? Right. And then it was just kind of, like, it was really interesting. So I was like, oh, he's, like, he's cute. And I was just like, whatever. And the bar was really, the bar was really um, loud. And so we just ended up, I think my friend was like, oh, let's just, like, go to, like, another bar, more low-key. And we went to this other bar. And we, like, talked the whole night. Like, basically, at Aww. the end of the night, we were leaving. And 
I always like to say in true 21st century fashion, we exchange Snapchat information. <laughs> and that was like- New Gen Z. New Gen Z of you. Yeah. And so that, I guess that was a cute, uh, that was a cute meet or meet cute because it was serendipitous, <laughs> right? It wasn't like, there was no impetus for or, it. Yeah. Well, and I guess sometimes, well, and that's also what I feel like uh, a common plot line uh, or plot point storyline, whatever, in rom-coms is that like they'll a have friend. a meet well they'll have a meet on cue and so like maybe in that example of like running into each other at the grocery store they'd be like oh my gosh like you're like so annoying or whatever but right. then like they're friends well, they'd be but like, that's how oh, but i wanted you to meet someone uh, and then like uh-huh. they, the yes, surprise so. meet. yeah yes yes yeah <laughs> that would be so funny like someone that i'd just be like oh yeah i don't right. because i will say well and i think you know we can get into like what does it mean for like queer people to like hit on people in public? And is it just mm-hmm. safe to do the apps and stuff? So mm-hmm. I think that and you taught me a terminology. Power bottom. No. <laughs> you did teach me that. And I am a power bottom, but no, <laughs> um, um, it's, I, it's something with the eyes and the club. Like it's basically like a, Oh, particular, um, fuck, what's it called? Um, not it's like a particular gaze. Oh my God. Not that. Because I don't do it. I don't do it well. It's um, uh, um, scouting, um, scouting, not scouting. It, it, oh my gosh. Um, but you, cruising, cruising, cruising. Cruising, cruising. I was like, it's something with an ING. <laughs> <laughs> Cruise, yes, for people and things like that, which I thought, which I think is like really just interesting to like, because I, I think there's like yeah. a level of like assuredness and really like confidence to be able to do that. And like, I'm not a queer person, so I can't speak to that experience, right. but I'm like, I, you know, I just, I clamor up sometimes and it's like, oh, a cute guy or whatever. But Though see, but I, cruising is nonverbal. So cruising doesn't happen. Like, true. the way I have understood it is, like, very much like you, like, just look at someone, right? It's all about, like, the eye movement. Uh-huh. And so you would not, ne- you would have to know someone's engaged. Like, you'd have to look at people. And I never look at people in the eyes. Right. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's too, it's too intimate. Like, it's, it's too, too much. Intimate. What if I but see the- your soul? <laughs> right. But, like, what, but what do you do after you look? Then, like, don't you do I mean, usually like at a bar or something. You usually be like, you usually like do like the, hey, what's up? You know? Okay, gotcha. Like the, okay, so the cruising is to get you to like to the start talking. Point. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, that makes sense. So I was thinking about like, what would I want my meet cute to be? And I'm like, when am I like my most prime chatriceness? It's usually like if I'm at an event or hosting an event or things like that. Like I would truly hate, though I think this might count as a meet cute to meet someone at, you know, the local grocery store because I look a mess every time I set foot into the grocery store. I actually almost, I usually walk in and I'm like, I hope I don't see anyone I know because, like, I just did not put any effort into my work today <laughs> or whatever. Um, and so, um, but beyond my uh, grocery store anonymity, so I was going to say at a conference would be like, oh, if I was, like, presenting or whatever because, like, we, you know, pre-COVID, we would go to conferences and things like that for work. But then I remembered... I did have a meet cute. I did have a meet cute right. at a conference. I feel like whenever I'm single and I'm going to a place with new people, I'm always going to at least float the possibility that I could be the love of my life. It's not yet actually sure. happened, but whatever. Um, and so, like, I'm cute or whatever. And so I walk into uh, a conference session late. It's already gotten started because, you know, I'm always late. And so, like, I'm literally, like, having to, like, hop over people. <laughs> to get to a seat that was left and when the the session was over there was like a coffee shop or like a dunkin donut something like that Uh right next to it 
And then the guy behind me, like, just, like, was, like, I don't even know, like, he asked me something or whatever. We, like, kind of, like, had, like, a, a quick, like, yes or no question. And then, like, the third time, we were, like, okay, like, let's talk. And he was, like, oh, like, can I buy your, like, coffee or drink or whatever? Like, I saw you in, <laughs> I saw you rolling up late. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> But you were the only person people could pay attention to, so. Exactly. I do apologize to my colleagues who were presenting, but but I was like, you know what? I was late. For once, it paid off. Like, literally, I don't think he would have, like, I don't think he would have noticed. I don't know. Maybe he would have noticed me. I had, like, on a very, like, cute dress. Like, it was, like, very... Okay, you're like a conference, you could get away with like a little pantsuit thing, but I was right. like, no, like I love a good like standout dress, and so I did have my only cute dress, so maybe you would have noticed me. But also, I'm very short, so I'm like, that was the one time in that room that I would have ever been like visible <laughs> when everyone was seated, and I was like walking through. The crowd. So I was like, okay, but yeah. So then he, yeah, like bought me. I I know I didn't get coffee, whatever it was that I got. Donut, he, you like, told me, uh huh. I think it bought you your it donut. Was, extremely likely that I went to a donut shop and got donuts right. <laughs> no coffee. Um, and so then we were like chatting or whatever for a good bit. And by the end of the next day, we were making you out. Went out. So, right. well, <laughs> you, went really a full, you went on a full date too. We did. Yes, we did go on a full date before I like let him touch my boob. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very cute. Like, we went to Chinatown. It was just like, it was a very cute little moment. And oh, it was, I, um, I remember being so obsessed for you when that happened. Yeah! Was like, I, think I, had, I think it was that same conference where I had just like literally met up with someone at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, I feel like in that conference, um, Junior a Sweet... A lot of things two, happened. Jun, junior Sweet 221 was getting like action or having <laughs> action items being sent out. Like all of us in that cramped room <laughs> were like, okay, well... I won't be here tonight, or right. yes, okay, we'll see you whenever, or like, let us know. Like, <laughs> be safe out here in these streets and in the sheets. Yes, in all the streets and the sheets. So yes, yeah, so that was my meet cue, and and what I actually really liked about it because I knew at one point, like after the conference, you're like, oh, like, are you gonna like gonna talk ask, to him yeah. or whatever? He's really, you know, keep blah blah blah, and I was like. No, actually, like, I think this literally ran its course. And, like, right. I can, like, live with this really, really cute memory of, like, right. having that meet cute, like, going on a date, getting free donuts, like, all of the things that matter to me in life. And, and I also think that, like, maybe towards, like, the end, he was just starting to get annoyed. <laughs> like, just, like, <laughs> like, I could, or, like, I could feel that, like, maybe he would be annoying uh, long term. And so I was like, ah, oh, like, how perfect. I got you for 48 hours. Right, the good, the good, the good amount of time. That's, you know, that's as long as I feel like most of these new girls can fake the funk or whatever. And so, yeah, it was great. And, and my thing was always, like, you know, if we ever, maybe that was my version of a holiday, a conference Conference date, but like I don't know. Bay, yeah. Um, conference bay, which is yes, what we call it. I was like, if we ever did meet up at another conference or ever end up at the same conference, I would like say like, hey, look, let's hang out, let's do it. But like, Touch other than that, <laughs> this time I'll feel up both. <laughs> right? I think he liked that one. <laughs> 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 like, was it the good one? I don't know. But See, um, your boobs is that a thing? Do people with boobs name? I've had I've had a guy I dated name my boobs. Uh-huh. So I thought that was funny because like I I will usually like name a guy's like genitalia. So I'm like you you can name mine. I can name yours. Is it usually like like little their name or do you come up with like? No, it's usually I don't. <laughs> for 
for whatever reason, Cat the the name Captain Hook comes to mind, but I'm like, I've never seen oh, anyone that. Captain Hook. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. I was like, you know, if if it curved a little, maybe it could be like yeah, Captain yeah, yeah. Hook. Um, or sometimes people have their own names. I'm trying to think about like Sully. De- we definitely discussed names, and I think it was like, what are you? What's his name? Or like, it was like one of those. So either we do introductions, or I, I make up the name. Right? Like it's, it's like, oh, what was his name? Was it like a duke? I don't know. So <laughs> that's so funny. General Power. Yes, you know, fun things like that. So. I really appreciate it that that moment and that that's definitely like a little highlight of my lovely dating history and career we have here. But yes, so basically I've had um the work version <laughs> I guess of a holiday. You've had the hometown version of a holiday and you know, we have had our our dates and things like that. But what do you think is kind of like your takeaway from this movie or the concept of holidaying? Ooh, um, if it works, set boundaries and set expectations. Um, don't be weird about it when it crosses over into potentially something more, right? Like, yes. the big, we, what we didn't talk about is, of course, the guy, whatever, the Jackson, Luke, Luke Jack, Gracie, yes. uh, Chris Hemsworth's cousin. Chris <laughs> is Hemsworth's, he really? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, no, but yes, not, he looks like he could be a part yeah, of that yeah, family. Right, yes. he looks like he could be a Hemsworth, you know, distant, distant relative. Philosophy but like, were... but part of his shittiness was like he didn't own his feelings, and he ran away from how he really felt about her, or something like that. Or was no, it? I her? thought she she ran away. Oh, she, she ran away. Like they had that moment. Someone in the ran away from the. Uh, there was running because remember was at running. the end she had to like do the whole speech right, and right. the black choir. Also, I'm, you know what? Just quick commentary on black characters in movies like this. Very odd, very weird. Because his the one like black like supporting character slash only black character with speaking lines, like made a comment <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> he was like the the Liam Hemsworth knockoff was like asking for advice, right? And so his black friend was like, "Look, I'm black. I know these things, but it wasn't like anything related to being black." It was like. <laughs> It was like send her flowers. I'm black. I know these things. Like it was like, <laughs> like I feel like the white writers wanted to just like make sure we know that he knew that right, everyone that he, knew was, he black, was black. black. Like <laughs> so anyway, there could be no doubt in anyone's mind. Yes, yeah, so that like took me out. But anyway, yes, I think those are good takeaways, and I think my takeaway is that if you are going to do a holiday situation, maybe limit your holidays. Maybe pick your top five holidays Mm -hmm. or something like that. Because as we've discussed, there's at least one semi-big holiday every month of the year. Because, bitch, we can get down to Arbor Day. I need a date to the MLK Jazz Brunch. Like, I need a date. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, there's a lot of holidays they didn't do anything for, like, MLK. Exactly. Uh, None of the solstices. Now, that could have been a black comment right there. (laughs) Right. Not the solstices. Like, you know. Oh, my gosh. First of all, a summer solstice day, clutch. Longest day of the year. Like, Right, right. Longest day of the year. That would have been, I would have loved to have seen them tackle. Maybe not love. But, like, it would have been. I just wanted them to be, I would have actually laughed out loud if they would have been early action. They're like, okay, today's the day we go to a protest. Like, <laughs> let me make a sign. Feminists rule. I don't know, something. See her wearing, like, you know, the pink pussy hat right, or whatever. Right. That's really. <laughs> that would have been funny. 
date to this protest. Listen, protest bay is protest bay. Like, do you remember the cuties, one time Let I, us know. Let us know. Well, dude, I don't know if you saw this on social media. This had been the only time I think I had seen it. I'm sure it's popped up before, but it was like, I there was definitely a couple of tweets and memes that were like, especially with this past summer and all the Black Lives Matter protesting. That was that was like, oh, if you're not seeing people that you've slept with here. Like you've made bad choices, or the opposite. I think oh, if you've seen people yeah. you slept with here, you you've slept with good people, something like that. <laughs> and I was like, How are you sharing? If the if the reason why we were gathered here today wasn't so shitty, right? <laughs> which right, would have like, been funny. But uh, uh, thank yeah. you for trying to lighten the mood. Oh my gosh, stop uh, killing yeah. unarmed black people. <laughs> that would have been yeah, stop killing unarmed black people. That would have been really funny uh, if that had been part of the. That was really awesome. <laughs> See, <laughs> I can't. Sorry. No, <laughs> Again, that could have been an appropriate, a more appropriate moment for the one black character to, to say, right, hey, or, I'm or, black or guy that was, this protest with Right, that would have been funny. Okay, wait, actually my, I don't know if we're wrapping up soon, but like my last question, my question to you is, yes. if you had to pick one person to bring, or if you had to pick one holiday for a holiday, which one would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Like of like all the people I've dated, no, no, no. So if there was one, like, if there was one holiday that you could have a holiday for. Oh, uh oh. Right, right. Or which one would you pick to bring a date to? Which holiday would you pick to bring? Sure. Um, and this could be selfish reasons. It could be strategy reasons. Well, right. And so, like, I, I, initially, <laughs> I initially go with Valentine's Day because I am so cheesy and I love the idea of having a Valentine. But I'm like, that is the trickiest holiday to holiday with someone who you're trying to be platonic with because it's just the feelings everyone's in their feelings um i'm like maybe i do need a date to the mlk jasper <laughs> but no i would say I, I think like the standard christmas i'm trying to think well we had we had a really cute feaster that's what i called our friend easter like uh-huh. brunch we did a couple years ago um and so that could have been like something cute to bring someone to but i'm like you know then I'd have to wonder about our dynamics, but assuming that the dynamics would just be good and everything would flow. Yeah. Right. This maybe. would be, this would be like kind of with the understanding that there, this would be the only date you were going on a, as a holiday with each other. Now I'm going to have to really like sit here and examine what I'd be doing for these holidays. Yeah. And when do I like feel like I should have someone? So yeah, so, I would say it would be one where I'm going home for okay. the holiday. So maybe think. So um, interesting. I think for me, I would actually pick like, either like 4th of July or Labor Day. Ooh, ooh a I nice think, little summer holiday. Right, right. So like a summer holiday, right? Like I think, actually, you know, kind of to you were saying with like the winter solstice, like, you know, just like long days, like there's beautiful sun, you can get like drinks, you can, usually like that's ooh. when friends also gather, right? Because the other stuff is cold. And maybe because it's just like, <laughs> when I think of uh, like the holidays, I think of my family and I'm like, oh, I, I, like I'm okay with like a holiday showing up with friends so I kind of like that and I think there's so much versatility in doing something in the summer like a holiday in the summer like you can do like a restaurant like a seated meal you can do a cookout you can do a like a a, I'm actually when I'm really let me tell you the one thing I'm ready for COVID to be over with is so I can be on a boat literally every day next summer or the first summer you're COVID free because when I tell you I will be going to a lake at least once a month. I may get a rental property. Who knows? Oh my gosh, bitch, let me know. <laughs> I will join in on that. Also, did I tell you I just bought a grill? No, what kind of grill? Yes, I have a grill. I don't know. It was um, on The sale. black ones or the... Oh, yes. Well, you... Oh, you finally picked it up. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I will oh. post that story <laughs> yet later. But yes, I don't know how to use it obviously, and I think I need like propane or some gas. But I have uh -huh. the shell of a grill <laughs> in my living room now, it? getting pumped to have a summer cookout. Ooh. Yeah, so, okay. Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all of that to say, the moral of the story is. I think it's fun to casually date, Louise. I think that was a good point you brought up earlier. I like, I really do enjoy in normal circumstances. I feel like now it's kind of been a lull, but under normal circumstances, I really do just enjoy dating and like just going mm -hmm. out and getting to know people and like having having those cute little moments. I, I just think those are those are the things that those are the memories that like I really do appreciate like having or making and having. Um, and yeah, like. Like I said, p limit your holiday dates because you will fall in love because if you have to be around someone for mm. hours at a time, you're going to get to know them. And you might either figure out that you really love them or you don't actually like them. And so then you have to deal with that. So just limit your holiday dates and then have a good time. And I think, you know, with that, we'll say keep it cute and court with confidence. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, y'all, to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or email us at courtincolor at gmail.com. Head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye. Work. Vogue. Work for me. V